This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to introduce you to mirror gazing. It is a form of meditation that so few of us have heard of, and yet it is a wonderful and powerful way to start to activate in us self-compassion and self-empathy and self-love. And man, I haven't met a single person who doesn't need more of that on their healing journey. And so my job tonight is to introduce you to the science behind mirror gazing and how you can start to bring this into your path. So why is this important? This is important because we all want intimacy and connection in our relationships with others. And yet we often neglect to create intimacy and connection with ourselves first. We are meant to create it in ourselves and then share it with the people around us. Too often we have it reversed. We try to find it outside of us and pull it into us when it is meant to start inside of us to begin with. This is important because learning how to really see yourself is the first process in feeling seen in your life. If you want to feel seen by the people around you, if you're tired of feeling invisible in your life, the first step is to learn how to see yourself not have others see you and then tell you that you're worth being seen, which is how we often try to run it. And this is important because if you can't connect authentically with yourself, then connecting with others is always going to feel a little bit inauthentic and a little bit fake, which is why we end up with that imposter syndrome. So if we're going to talk about mirror gazing, it's important to first understand why a face is such a big deal to humans. The reality is is that being able to recognize facial features is an inherent part of our biology. When we are born, we come into the world preferring to look at anything that looks like a face. Faces are important for social stimulus. They promote infant learning. We learn who we are by observing the reflections of those around us. Early in infancy and in childhood, as part of development, we learn empathy, we learn attunement, we learn intimacy by observing the faces of people around us. And so there's something inherent in our biology that science is still not quite sure why it exists. But something about a face has always been extremely important to our evolution as a species and as an individual. Now on the face itself, the most important part when it comes to connection is the eyes. There's a reason we call them the windows to the soul. They are a powerful representation of emotions. They are the path to intimacy. Intimacy is into me, I see. Which means if we want to create intimacy with those around us, we have to first know how to create it in ourself. Intimacy happens when we allow ourselves to be seen in all our messy, flawed humanness. When we're too busy trying to be perfect, we won't allow ourselves to see ourselves. And if we can't see ourselves, we will remain invisible to those around us. And so learning how to look into our own eyes before we look into the eyes of another is the path to self-love and self-acceptance. 
They've done a lot of studies, and when you have prolonged eye contact, which is something that is practiced in Tantra, which I'm not going to get into in this session, but maybe another one, prolonged eye contact actually increases activity in the amygdala, which is the part of the brain involved in emotional regulation. If you are in any kind of a partnership, if you spend five minutes a day looking into each other's eyes, you actually start to co-regulate your emotions with each other. Prolonged eye contact creates intimacy. It creates emotional connection. It builds trust. It invokes compassion. And it creates a sense of closeness and gratitude. And most importantly, it activates empathy. Now, often we think about this in terms of looking at someone else's eyes. We think about creating trust and compassion with other people. But when was the last time you cultivated this with yourself? Holding prolonged eye contact with yourself activates your own ability to emotionally regulate yourself, how to self-soothe. Holding prolonged eye contact with yourself helps create intimacy and emotional connection with you. It helps build trust with yourself, compassion for yourself, a sense of closeness and gratitude and empathy for who you are. And when you learn how to get comfortable with that, then your only job is to share it with the people around you. So what is mirror gazing? Ah, it's quite simple. It's a form of mindfulness. It allows you to fully see all of who you are. It allows you to gaze into the depths of your own soul and become acquainted with that part of you that you want others desperately to see, but that you refuse to acknowledge in yourself. It's a meditation that requires you to literally just look in a mirror and hold eye contact with yourself. And that's what I love about it. It's simple. It's portable. You can do this anytime, anywhere. Even if you're not great at traditional meditation where you just sit there and contemplate your navel, learning how to gaze into a mirror has so many benefits to our self-esteem and to our ability to create connection with others. And it's a powerful form of healing. Again, if you want to feel seen and heard and acknowledged in your life, it has to start with you. Too often we wait for others to acknowledge us so that we know we're worthy. If you want to know your worthiness, start with the person in the mirror. So how do mirror gaze? My favorite part of this process is that it's stupid simple. Step one, set your space and set your intention. That can be as simple as closing the bathroom door and locking it so no one bothers you, to setting off candles and incense and all sorts of music. However you set your space and your intention is totally up to you. You can make it as simple or as elaborate as you'd like. Then you set a timer. Anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes. Some people will go up to 45. Um, like, that's an advanced skill. We'll work up to that. Start with 5 and then go from there. And then you literally just sit or stand in front of a mirror. You want to be able to see your whole face in the mirror. No cheating and having a mirror where you just see like your one eye. The whole point is to connect with who you are. And remember that facial recognition is important to humans. You need to see your whole face. And then you just maintain eye contact with yourself in the mirror. That's it. Now some things to remember. One, avoid trying to force anything. Just let whatever happens, happen. A lot of times people are like, well, should I use this time to do affirmations? Should I do this? Should I do that? Don't should anything. Just look in the mirror. Avoid trying to force anything. Just let whatever happens, happen. Remember that you're allowed to blink. <laughs> this is not a staring contest with yourself. A lot of people are just like glaring at themselves. I'm like, well, that's not loving. You can blink. You're not, you're not meant to like intimidate yourself in the mirror. Make sure you soften your gaze. Allow yourself to look gently. You don't have to be like going cross-eyed. 
make sure you're comfortable. Safety first. If you're finding that it's too intense, you can stand back a little bit from the mirror. And you want to use both your foveal and your peripheral awareness. So your foveal vision is about three degrees of the visual field. When you're focusing super hard on something, you're trying to block everything else out, you're in your foveal awareness. And oftentimes people think with mirror gazing, that's where they have to be. I have to focus on me in the mirror and try to force it to happen. Make sure that you hold a soft gaze and engage your peripheral awareness. Allow yourself to look at yourself, but be able to see everything around you. Not only does this make this process more fun, but it also induces mild trance. And when we are in mild trance, we activate our alpha brain waves, which are associated with relaxation, with learning, and with healing, which is why I love mirror gazing so much. And another tip for success, just allow any message or sensation or emotions to simply bubble up even if that means self-hatred. Don't try to squelch anything that comes up. If the first few times you look in the mirror, you find nasty thoughts coming up, allow them to bubble up. If you feel the need to have tears come out of your eyes, allow that to happen. Just keep your eyes focused on yourself for the full five minutes, and that's all you have to do. Just let it happen. Oftentimes, and then looking at you, type A's, and you know, holla, we try to make this something profound. It can be gentle. It can be simple. Set a timer, look at yourself, connect. Warning, visual distortions are totally normal. Some people find when they are looking in the mirror and engaging their peripheral vision, they'll start to see like things move and shift and all sorts of cool stuff happen. That is awesome. That means you are allowing to happen what needs to happen. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay too. Whatever happens is perfect. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that intimacy, empathy, and connection are meant to begin with you. If you're offering it to others and you're withholding it from yourself, that's a problem. Remember that if you want to be seen by others, you need to first get comfortable seeing yourself. And remember that learning to connect the wisdom of your soul is a unique journey, so be patient. Allow the process to unfold in its own time and its own way. However you do this is perfect. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. For some people, the idea of looking at themselves, at offering compassion and love to themselves, is terrifying. And that's okay. That means that you are on the path to healing. Just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that leads to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. Well, originally when you said this is what we're going to be talking about, like even when you posted about it in the group, I was like, oh, I hate mirror work (laughs) whenever I've tried it, which is maybe once. And so I thought, well, all the more reason I should go on circle tonight, of course. And so then literally like a few slides in, I'm like, oh, I think I'll like this. (laughs) So it's a love-hate thing. But I I think, yeah, I think I would give it a try for sure. Yay! And mirror gazing is really cool because being seen, I work with a lot of people where being seen is simultaneously what we crave and what we fear. Most of our coping mechanisms are around, see me, see me, see me, ah, you saw me, right? And so learning how to see ourselves 
is such an important thing that most of us don't focus any energy on. And again, holla, right? Like most of us look in the mirror to make sure that there's no food in our teeth, there's no hair out of place, and we don't look too fat. And that's it. That's the basically what our mirror is about. And that's so sad. We have this thing that can literally help reflect back our own worthiness and we don't use it. And so I think it's cool that we can use this as a tool. Um, well, like I said, I did it before, but I didn't have all this information. So it'd be interesting to do it now that I know like all of these things. And I like how you put it of like the connection with yourself before you connect with other people and the intimacy and the compassion and all that. Cause I've actually thought of it that way, you know, cause yes, you, you look for it outside of yourself, but you never look for it within yourself. Yeah. You know, and you think like if you find this part, if you just get more friends or get a partner or whatever, then you'll be fine and you'll feel like loved and seen and all that stuff. But then it doesn't always mean that that's true. And yeah, right. so I guess if you just find in yourself, you won't need those things from the outside. It's, you'd still want them in your life, but you don't like, you know, it'll be okay if you don't have them. Yeah, you wouldn't need them anymore. And from a law of attraction perspective and a perceptionist projection perspective, if everyone around me is a mirror and I am holding on to unworthiness and invisibility, I have no choice but to have that reflected back to me. And when I have self-love, compassion, empathy, intimacy, I have no choice but to have that reflected back at me because I don't need it from outside of me. It's just there because it's a reflection of what I am. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. Take control of your spiritual journey to attain a new level of understanding and connection to yourself and the people in your life. During our time in Circle Together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. Together, we'll learn how to cultivate our inner compass to enable us to walk our path with grace and ease. We'll open the space with a candle meditation And after, I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelife.com. U-N-B-R-O-K-E-N dot com backslash circle C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.